Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is DJ Martin, church pastor at Parker Ford Church here in Pottstown. And whether you're a member at Parker Ford or just joining us online today, we're so glad to have you as we continue our ongoing midweek teaching series called Reflections on Spiritual Formation. The last couple of weeks, we've been talking about getting off uh, the drug of needing more or getting off the, the drug of uh, lacking contentment in our lives or trying to live unlimited lives by embracing contentment. Today, we're going to be talking about getting off the drug of me. Last week, I mentioned the statistic that the average American in 2021 sees between 6,000 and 10,000 advertisements per day. Every single one of those advertisements meant to tell you that you lack something unless you purchase this. You lack something unless you wear this or you drive this. And so we live in this, this culture, and this has been well documented in recent years, but, but in our hyper-consumeristic culture where everything is about getting more, 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 and everything is about me. Everything is about me. This is the great lie of our time, that, that life and the universe revolves around me. We are uh, just a culture of people that are self-consumed and self-obsessed. Now, there is a place for appropriately loving ourselves uh, in, in the Christ story, in, in the community of Christ. I mean, the great commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. But there's an order to it. It's not that you and I sit at the center of the universe. Someone else sits enthroned at the center of the universe. And so, so knowing our place in this story is so important. One of my really good friends, Pastor Justin Boyer, who I've uh, had the privilege of ministering with over the years, we used to uh, be on staff together at the same church. He still pastors Cornerstone Christian Fellowship in Lebanon. And Justin has this phrase that I've heard him say over the years that is really wise and worth listening to. Pastor Justin often says, you are not the center of the universe, but who you are and what you do matters. I love this statement because it brings us to a place of tension where we're properly understanding our role in the story. That ultimately I do not sit at the center of the universe. And, and even though the ancients thought that the earth sat at the center of the universe and the sun revolved, or yeah, the sun revolved around the earth. What we've come to realize is that um, we, the earth does not sit at the center of the universe. The earth doesn't even sit at the center of the solar system. We are this constantly moving, uh, revolving place. And so, so we ourselves as, as people, tiny specks on this tiny rock in the cosmos, we are not at the center of the universe. However, what the Christian story teaches us, as we bear the image of God, born and created in his image, is that who we are and what we do actually matters. There's a tension here that this statement brings us to, that, that life is not ultimately about me or revolves around me, and yet who I am is important in the larger story. This reminds me of one of my favorite sermon illustrations I've ever, ever heard. Uh, I heard it in a sermon by Pastor Mike Erie that I listened to a couple years ago. Mike Erie currently serves as the teaching pastor at Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee, 
and is the host of uh, the popular Vox podcast that's um, not related to Vox News Source, which you may have heard of. This is just a totally unrelated podcast that he started uh, years ago. And so Mike Erie was uh, telling this uh, story in a sermon, as a sermon illustration. And I thought it was so good. I, I wanted to share it today because it, it speaks to this truth of getting off the drug of me, getting off, moving away from the idea that the universe revolves around me. So he was telling this story, you know, his, his, one of his favorite movies and one of my favorite movies too are, are The Lord of the Rings, just one of the great stories that have ever been written by J.R. Tolkien. And uh, the Lord of the Rings movies were filmed in New Zealand. And so in this illustration, he was saying, imagine that you got on an airplane and you're flying to New Zealand to visit, to visit this beautiful place and to see where they filmed the Lord of the Rings. And you sit down on the plane and this, this older gentleman uh, sit, sits next to you and you strike up a friendly conversation. You're talking about life and what you do. And when it's his turn to share about his vocation and what he does for a living, he surprises you because he turns to you and he says, I'm a movie star. And you're like, oh, that's amazing. What, what movies have you, have you starred in, you ask him. And, and he says, well, I starred in Lord of the Rings. And so, of course, your natural response is, that's incredible. Those, those are some of my favorite movies. Um, but I, I don't recognize you. Were you one of the characters that had a lot of makeup on or a costume on? And he said, well, specifically, I, I starred in the third film, The Return of the King. And, and so you ask, well, well, what role did you play? And so he says, let me show you. And he pulls out his phone and he pulls up a YouTube video. And it's the coronation scene of Aragorn. Now, now Aragorn is one of the absolute central characters in the Lord of the Rings story. He's the king. Um, and, and much of the books revolve around him um, moving towards the throne. He's sort of a Davidic uh, picture of, of the kingdom. And so he's, he's the high king stepping in to his throne. And so the guy, he pulls out the YouTube video and, and it's the coronation scene of Aragorn and all the, all the other characters are gathered around and, and the people of, of his nation are gathered there and, and they're, they're celebrating his coronation. And, and the guy pauses the video and he shows you the picture and it's, it's him, sure enough, there he is, but it's like a split second that he's in the movie. And it's just the camera panning over the crowd. And, and that's his role. So in this guy's mind, in this illustration, he's like, I'm the movie star. This, this thing revolves around me. When in reality, he's just a member in the sea of the coronation of the true king. Think about the implications of this and how true this is for us. It's real easy for me and I know for, for others and maybe for you listening to this, to be in a place where we begin to think that the story is about us, that the movie is about us, that we're the star of the movie. When, when in reality, we're just a person in the crowd cheering the coronation, the crowning of our king. We do not sit at the center of the universe, but what we do matters. Because every knee will bow and every tongue confess Jesus Christ as Lord. There's so much freedom. There's so much weight lifted off our sh shoulders when we can move from a posture of, of this thing being all about me to realizing that this is about the king. This is about the king and his kingdom. 
there were there is one who sits enthroned there is one who sits at the center of the cosmos there is one who is at the center of the universe who holds it all together and it is jesus christ and our role is to be in the crowd the vast crowd of people centered around the throne cheering on our king and whether we're famous and we have a big part in that 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 other people see or we're just you know in the crowd and the camera passes over us that doesn't devalue us because it matters the king matters and our part in playing you know in cheering him on in bowing before him and celebrating his victory is is important and ultimately it's what we were created for and created to do there's this beautiful passage in Colossians 1 where Paul is talking about Jesus's central role in the great story that's unfolding in history. And the Apostle Paul writes in Colossians 1 verse 15, the sun is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. Whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and all things have been created for him he is before all things and in him all things hold together and he is the head of the body the church he is the beginning and the firstborn from the dead so that in everything he might have the supremacy for god was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile all things to himself whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Once you and I were alienated from God, we were enemies in our minds because of our evil behavior, but now he has reconciled us by Christ's physical body through death to present us holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. If we continue in our faith, established and firm and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. So a few questions for you to ponder today as you think through this teaching. Who does this story actually center on? Who sits at the center of this story? Who sits at the center of your story? You think about how you live your life, the, the values you have, who, who sits at the, the center of your story? How might the cultural influence of life being about me confuse my understanding of the true story because we're constantly being, being bombarded that we need to be happy and that you know life is about us how, how might that be confusing us about the true nature of the story i'd invite you to reflect on these questions as well as colossians 1 today and i pray that jesus christ would be enthroned at the center of your story at the center of the cosmos at the center of the universe and that you and I would join the great throng gathered around the throne cheering on the true king. Have a great day. Go with God. Be blessed.